Good evening, and welcome back to COJ Roleplaying. I am your host, Goose, and with me tonight is Graham Brown. Hello, all. Eric Duke. Good evening. Mark Russell. Hey, hey. And Steve LeBreton. Good evening, all. Uh, well, between games, we had leveled up, so if we start with Mark, I want to say what you did and uh, see if it's going to help you. Nelfry, a fighter of the champion, leveled up to level four, and he was allowed to increase uh, abilities by two points. So his strength and dexterity both went up to 16. Each of those uh, included an increase now to his saving throws and skills, because he went from 15 to 16 in both. Perfect. And his hit points are now up to 52 hit points. Perfect. Graham! Yes? How did you make out with leveling up? Uh, all right, Darius Grundin, our war cleric, who's dabbling in the death domain, has now got a, a third level two spell slot, a fourth cantrip, and increased his wisdom from 16 to 18, which boosts his casting ability as well as saving throws and a few wisdom-related skills. So, he's good to go. Perfect. Steve, how's Hesha? Hesha, uh, has, I used my uh, ability score increase to raise my strength to 19. So, that just makes him more mightier. Oh, and because we're using Skype, they gave me this warning. Let everybody know they are being recorded. Everybody, you guys are being recorded. What? No I didn't sign on for this. Well, that's what the warning told me, so I did. <laughs> All right, so everybody grab your D20s. Let's see who gets to do the recap tonight. 17. 13. <laughs> I got the 20. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric? I want to see what the bard can do. <laughs> All right, then. says he didn't want to be the one to do it. I'll be fine. What happened right. on COJ role-playing, Eric? Well, the last week we saw our Intrepid Adventures, and I'm not going to do that again. So, uh, so when we started off, uh, the original company uh, completed their dungeon inspection. Uh, they dodged a swarm of small spiders, found a wand of secrets, and encountered me, the dashing bard. Barry and Call at the at the village of Daggerford. After you know, g uh, getting paid by some asshole paladins, we all uh, adjourned to uh, the local inn where we uh, discussed the adventure that uh, they were embarked on, and I was seeking uh, more information on myself. And they learned my general story, and I learned their general story so far. And then there was a small shopping trip. Uh, Nulfri got himself a new weapon, and by uh, the fact that a quarterstaff hardly costs anything compared to his new weapon, I got a free quarterstaff. And then there was some day drinking, and then there was some supper. And we still have one more day left in town to do whatever we're going to do in this town. All right, so day breaks. What are your agendas for the free day that you have in Dickerford? Nulfri's off to see a... A metalsmith, a, 
a silversmith to try and get his Warhammer silvered. All right. So back to the marketplace. Back to the marketplace. Back to the marketplace. You find yourself a smelter mm. who is willing to silver up your Warhammer. The only thing is he's backlogged. Backlogged? Yeah. How backlogged? Uh, two days. How backlogged in terms of extra gold pieces? I could probably bump you up for about five gold pieces. Bump me up to today? Uh, yeah. Yeah? I'll cut the line for an extra five gold pieces, sure. Okay. Uh, you just leave it with me and then, uh, come back by the end of the day. Should be done. Deal. Thank you. Not a problem. Thank you. Pesha! Pesha is, uh, effectively just gonna wander around town. I'm gonna do some shopping. Uh, he's gonna try and see if we can find a suit of blend mail that will fit him, but it's highly doubtful. So. I'm going to look around and see if there's anything fancy that I can find that uh, piques my interest. How fancy is fancy? Uh, plus five Vorpal Sword would be exceptional. But I only want to spend six <laughs> coppers on it. Don't think you're going to find it. Probably not. No, I'm just going to wander around, do some shopping. Alright. Keep just my ear around for any tidbits that I might hear that are interesting. Alright. Darius. Uh, Darius is going to go to uh, is there a temple dedicated to Tempest here in Daggerford? No. There is not. Oh, the war god frowns upon this. So what Darius is going to do, he's going to do a little bit of investigation to see if there have been any uh, head exploding incidents here in Daggerford. Okay. So that will be investigation. Yeah. Oh no, it's intelligence. Well, Hesh is the brains of this operation. Ooh, 15. Woo! You didn't even use your new dice. Oh no, they're in the bag still here. <laughs> I love the I love the app, man. The app is just so convenient. But these the the D20 was rolling well here, Danielle's dice. I'm gonna save them for combat. Okay. <laughs> So, what was, sorry, what was the roll again? Fifteen. Fifteen? Through your travels throughout the day, you uh, heard whispers of the incident up in uh, Waterdeep. Uh, you did hear that the news at Neverwinter got down here. And then there was one case at Baldur's Gate. So, there has been, like, from the south as well, some news has come. Okay. All along the Sword Coast. All right. But other than that, there's no other going into more inland. There's nothing. But nothing in Daggerford. Nothing in Daggerford. Okay. No, uh, you're yeah, you're hearing it's up and down the coast. You don't hear anything coming from in more inland. Um, and Godfrey has got us covered for supplies for the journey. Correct? That we don't have to provision ourselves. Or we have to supply our own food. Well. Your cart was fully equipped prior to leaving Waterdeep. Okay, so we don't have to replenish anything, or should we do that? Elias made us made sure that we were set up for three months. Okay, if we're good, we're good. I can conjure water. Oh, wait, no, can I? Feng could. Oh, God. <laughs> the wrong cleric. No. Cleric. I forgot your character's name. 
No, he can. It's a general cleric spell. Eric, buddy. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I didn't hear you say that. Uh, Varian noticed that uh, these guys were going around a dilapidated-looking tower and realized that his his entertainer's pack does not carry anything remotely useful for dungeon delving. So he's going to go and pick up 50 feet of rope because that usually comes in handy. We need more rope. (laughs) I'm going to go get more rope because my rope was tied onto that, the last cover, and then Hesh's rope somehow was involved as well. And then it was abandoned in the indoor swimming pool. So, yes, I'm going to get 100 feet of rope. I'll pick up two 50-foot lengths of uh, rope. And other than that, I'm just kind of wandering around, see if anything, uh, see if there's anything interesting looking in town. Uh, you see a couple of minstrels walking around. You Nothing out of the ordinary. It's really a quiet town during the day. <clears throat> uh, okay. Not terribly interesting. I'll just uh, wander through the town because I've got really nothing better to do while I'm waiting. All right. No investigation, nothing looking into what you're doing. Well, I mean, well, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll wander through uh, different uh, taverns and kind of troll for gossip and uh, information on exploding heads if there's anything to be had. All right. So, uh, investigation? Uh, yeah. Uh, 21. All right. Uh, you get that uh, news from Waterdeep. The incident at Waterdeep made it down here. The incident at Neverwinter made it down here. Uh, an incident at uh, Baldur's Gate made it down here. And also an incident at Loudwater. Loudwater. Where is that in relation to where we are? Uh, Loudwater is along the Black Road, conveniently, in your travels. All right, I'll store that nugget away and inform the others when I get back. No particularly interesting gossip around town. Um, you know, they people are talking about the Lord that came in with a bunch of adventurers. Uh, you're hearing stories of a group of adventurers taking out the evil at the tower at the at the lighthouse. Um, that's pretty much throughout your travels of day drinking. That's what you get. Okay, so nothing really interesting that I haven't already heard about what's going on, other than this incident in Loudwater, which is which is new. Okay. Excellent. So, yeah. I'll, I'll spend my day after picking up my rope, because business before pleasure, and then uh, day drinking and wandering around. All right. So, curtain closes, time passes, night falls. Nalfrey heads back to the smelter, picks up his new shiny war hammer, Excellent. For the price of 105? Yeah. Okay. Happy doing business. It's a uneventful night. Still some whispers of adventurers taking out the evil at the lighthouse. Pretty dull and boring at Ford. Over dinner, I'll mention the loud water. We should check that out on our way past it on the Black Road. So up the river then. Yeah. Okay. Have we seen Lord Godfrey? Because he wasn't there at dinner the night before. No, all you see are his four, the four guards. Well, I, I will ask, hey, hey, boys, where is Lord Godfrey? The Lord is indisposed at the moment. 
Can't tell us anything more than that. Unfortunately, the affairs of the Lord's are no business of mine. Fair enough. But please eat, sleep. We'll be getting up at sunrise to head out. As you eat and drink and party the night away and you fall into your slumbers, you all have a dream. Ironically, you guys are all together in the same dream. Standing before you is a, what looks like to be a high elf wizard, uh, standing with black and purple robes, silver long hair, goes, I believe you guys have been looking for me. Have we now? You won't make it in time. Pretty quick. Oh, I've seen how quick you are. In time, in time for what? For the festivities, of course. Well, everyone loves a good party. And I certainly do. Well, we wouldn't want to be late. Can you give us a timeline? No. You won't make it in time. So quit your journey now. I see that you have lost a group, some group members. And I've seen that you've survived the explosion. Being fashionably late to the party is better than not showing up. That's just rude. True. Rudeness sucks. I wouldn't want to be rude. But by the time you reach me, all the fun will be over. Where are you? I take my own fun. When I've heard, you already know where I am. But you won't make it in time. Now, I have to be going. Good evening, all. And he turns away as he walks. He fades out. And then you are all waking up by knocks on your room door. Oh, okay. Lord Godfrey's men. Lord Godfrey's men are waking you up. All right. Get up. Get dressed. Get ourselves ready to go. Same. Breakfast is out, sitting on the table, waiting for you before you guys head out. So, uh, boys, lads, is it me, or was that like a really lame attempt at intimidation by this uh, high elf that we all saw? Uh, I will agree with that wholeheartedly. It was like, is he an amateur? Like, I think he's never done this before. It, it seems to me that if you want, didn't want people to, if you wanted people to not come, or if you were so, if you were so powerful that it didn't matter if we came or not, would you come and tell us not to come, or would you do that if you were scared? I don't know. I'm just saying. Look, authority figures forbidding people from doing things has always worked. I think that might have been Timmy. Uh, I think you're right. Yep, Timmy the High Elf. Well, one of two things. Either we're going to be right on time, or slightly ahead of his thing, and he's trying to uh, throw a monkey wrench in our work, or um, he's just a genuinely polite necromancer and letting us know that we can't stop him before we waste our time going? Because if he was trying to intimidate us, I don't, I don't know. I would think polite people don't stick explosive devices in people's necks. I think he did. I think he's deranged. Anyway. Well, let's get loaded up. Yeah, let's get out of here. Okay, well, I'll get the cart and everything ready. As you walk outside the crown and anchor, the bartender goes, Dragonborn! Yes. Are you leaving us, my friend? Sadly, I must. 
Uh, can I ask one favor? I might be willing to grant that. Whatever town you go into next, go into the next bar, and you point and you laugh at the bartender for me. <laughs> All right. Chances are it'll be a crown and anchor. Chances are it will be my cousin. Okay. Thank you. Oh. No problem. They franchised their business. They're including, yes. At Neverwinter, you guys stayed at a Crown and Anchor. At Waterdeep, you stayed at a Crown and Anchor. Oh, God, it's a franchise all over, all over Feyrun. <laughs> I had, uh, I had remembered that it was a Crown and Anchor that we'd stayed at in Waterdeep. I forgot that that's what the, uh, inn's name was in Neverwinter. <laughs> They have a franchise ale that's all the same, too, and tastes the same no matter which one you go to. Yeah. Yep. The bartenders look somewhat familiar. Cousins and brothers and whatever. Nephews. Franchise menu. Everything's the same. Keeps it simple. Don't have to keep up naming new taverns every city. All right. Just just make a industry. But... but... But Goose, you're so good at naming things. <laughs> yeah, I did a whole write-up for tonight, and I actually have name names. Not, well, let's get on Jimmy. the road, then. <laughs> not Jimmy or Timmy. Or Felix. <laughs> or Felix. Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> Carlos is awesome. <laughs> Little Jimmy. <laughs> Carlos is the thing from Labyrinth. Uh, Pluto or Ludo or whatever. He talks the same. Yep. Smells bad. So bad. Alright, so you guys are leaving through the northwest entrance and yeah. to the Black Road Trail. Yes. With Lord Godfrey's party, is he with the party? Lord Godfrey is with the party, but he is in his carriage with all the blinds closed. Have we seen him? No. All right, so I'm going to go knock on the door of the carriage. Yeah. Uh, Lord Godfrey, are you in there? Uh, might I come in for a discussion? Sure. He opens up the carriage door. What can I do you for? Tell me, uh, Lord Godfrey, have you had any odd dreams lately? Just the ones of my brother. And you're reliving uh, that experience through your dreams? No, I'm just reliving old memories. Oh. All right. Well, we've missed you. We haven't seen you the last few days. Uh, I've I've had some diplomatic stuff I had to deal with. Fair enough. All right. But well, uh, I noticed that you're down a member, but gained another member. Well, we were uh, we took a side job, and it didn't turn out exactly how we all thought it would be. But you know, the gods provide in the strangest of ways. Well, I hope I hope your new member works out better than your old member did. Ah, uh, sure. I hardly knew either. So, in fact, I hardly know these guys. But hey, you know we're all in this together. All right. Um. Well, I told the guards we're going to truck right into Loudwater. So we're going to spend the next like week and a half hard ride into uh, Loudwater. Sounds good. Let's go. So the travel from Digger Ford to roughly about halfway to Loudwater takes you about a week and a day. So we've reached Secomber then? 
You you pass the Cucumbra. Okay. We don't go to see Cucumber to stay. No, you just he wants to head back home. Uh, you get about halfway to Loudwater between Sea Cucumber, and the horses and the carriages stop. So we're out, on trail uh, out in front of the uh, Lord Godfrey's uh, guards is a broken down cart with a medium-sized chest in it. Oh, well, let's go check this out, boys. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody in the vicinity? Yeah, we make an investigation roll here, see what's going on. Let's assist each other DC. in investigating. I, well, you can't assist if you have, like, a negative, right? So No, you can only assist if you are specialized in it. Proficient in it, right? Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't we be using perception to see if there's anybody around? Well, you were really investigating anything yet. I haven't walked up to the cart. I'm just looking around to see if there's anybody in the bushes. All right. Well, I should make that roll because I'm really good at it. I hope so. I don't think my eight's going to do it. Six. (laughs) (laughs) You guys do not. (laughs) Unless the little birds. Maybe they know something about it. I'm full of all sorts of great decisions. I'm just going to go investigate the cart. (laughs) All right. And 15 plus 3 is an 18. Okay. You notice that there's a little gold key laying in the grass beside the busted cart. Well, I'm picking up that key. That's that's just sense right there. I'm picking it up. (laughs) And then I'm going to see if it unlocks his chest because, you know. All right. What's your AC? (laughs) My AC is 13. I have a poor AC. I bad decisions. All right. Well, that doesn't hit you. But <laughs> everybody around you notices that this treasure chest came to life and a big-ass tongue went to slap you upside the head. Hey, I know what those are. <laughs> okay, so I guess the, we're rolling mischief. Hey, there's a crappy roll. I got a four. <laughs> I want to crack this egg with my new Warhammer. 19. 7. 16. Stupid mimics. Mm-hmm. All right, Darius. Okay, uh, could you please describe the situation? So, uh, what's going on here? Where, where are we relative to the cart? Relative to the cart, you are about 25 feet away from the cart. Okay. The cart is... Two of the wheels of the cart, same side of the cart, are busted off. So the okay. cart, yep. So the cart, cart's on its, kind of sitting on its axle, its axles. Yep, and then uh, the mimic chest is right where the ground and the cart floor meet. Okay, like it slid, slid to the side. Okay. Um, your Your barred friend is right in front of it. The tongue of the mimic is waving around him. <laughs> okay. Um, who also rolled high? In a, so, Nulfri got a pretty high rate. 17 or something? 16, oh, yeah. 16. Okay. Um, Nulfri, let's run over there and flip the cart over on top of the mimic chest. <laughs> yeah. Is that a great idea? Let's do that. Yeah, let's flip the cart. I can do it. I can flip a cart. So, you're going to. We're going to move. 
Yeah, like to the high side, right? Where it's and then try to flip the card over. Okay. Roll a strength rolls. Okay. Uh natural twenty plus five. Oh shit. Well, I got a seventeen. We got lottied up. <laughs> so you guys managed to flip the cart onto the open or the top portion of the chest. Yeah, the idea was to get the chest onto its lid and have the cart on top of it. <laughs> well, what you got is you got the chest, and the cart's going to come over top, right? So it tried to close the chest. Oh, the chest was on the ground. Yeah, right where. Oh, I thought it was still in the cart. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So you got now you got the cart leading on the mimic. Yes. Crushing damage. And the mimic should be upside down. <laughs> <laughs> So now it is the Mimic's turn. <laughs> and poor little Bard sitting there right in front of him. Yeah, but now he's got this heavy cart on top of him. Not really heavy. Oh, well. It's going to be a couple hundred pounds. Okay. Four plus five, I'm assuming 19 hits you? Uh, yeah. Mimics are very strong. They're yeah. just strong. Oh, they were, really. And he goes, grabs you with his tongue. Yeah. Does seven damage and grapples you. Grapples? I don't even get a strength check. Not that I have much. A DC 14 to break free. Okay. That's on my turn, though? That's on your turn, though. Okay. And one of, well, I guess both guards will run up and try to hit it. One guard hits. Damage to the Mimic. And it's Hesha's turn. Is the Mimic kind of getting a little bit crowded? A little bit, yeah. Okay, I'm going to try and run up and, like, between two people, preferably the two dwarves because they're shorter, (laughs) I'm going to jump over them and come straight down on top of where the Mimic is in the cart with my shield underneath me. So basically we're going to cannonball the Mimic. Okay. You're going to run around the cart and then jump over the doors? Well, they're behind so the cart. If they've, if they've flipped the cart over, yep. they, were, they were on the opposite corner of where the Mimic is. So when they flipped it over, they're right beside the Mimic now. Yeah. So I'm just going to run up at that angle. Instead yeah. of coming over the guards, I'm going to go over the dwarves because they're four feet instead of five something. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try and shield smash down into the uh, mimic. Cart into the mimic? Yeah. Okay. I want to make it bite its tongue so he lets my buddy go. (laughs) Roll the athletics to make the jump. 25. Okay. Now you're bashing damage with the shield? Yeah. Nine damage. All right. And guard's turn. Oh, he hits. Oh, he does max damage. Oh. If he knows how to hire him. <laughs> and... Fuck, I forget your name again, Eric. Varian. Varian. Varian Eminema. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Varian, <laughs> uh, you are... Uh, I will attempt to break this grapple. 
Okay, DC 13, uh, 15 plus 1, so that's a 16, so I am out. I am packing the hell up. (laughs) I'm going to try to get out of this thing's combat radius. Um, And I am going to give uh, some bardic inspiration to Nullfree, because he just insulted me. Uh, (laughs) You're taking a hit of opportunity. I am aware, yes. And he crits. Oh, no. Oh, crap. (laughs) Medic. Now I gotta do math. You're supposed to save all those rolls for me, Deuce. (laughs) You take 18 damage. Ooh. Oh, that's bad. That's that's super bad. That's super bad for me. As As far as you can now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get as far away as I can now. So I'm back 30 feet from it. Okay. Uh, and I will give Bardic inspiration to Nullfree, so on his next attack or uh, saving throw, he gets a d6 to add to whatever he does. Sick. Do mimics have blood? No, they're more like a plasma base. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dewey. Blood has plasma. Shut up. There he is, turn now. Uh, okay, so do I know what this is? Would it be an Arcana roll, just like a passive Arcana roll, to recognize what this thing is? It would be Arcana or Nature, depending on if it's magical or not. Yeah, well, it's it's magical. It's a mimic. All right. So would it? Yeah, I don't know. Are are mimics magical beasts, or are they? They should stay in the uh, in the monstrous Manuel. They're monstrosities. So then, yeah, it would be a Nature roll. Oh well, that's a good one. No, it's not. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same skill, but... 15. All all I'm trying to do, John, is to determine if radiant or necrotic damage would be better against this thing. Um, It's not undead, right? So it's it's not radiant. So I'm going to use... Okay, I'm going to use... My action will be the chill touch cantrip. Okay. Well, your, your your action was to study this to figure out what it was. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. You do know it is a mimic. All right. Well, um, uh, you do know doing necrotic or radiant damage won't do any extra. Yeah, it's it's neither. So uh, what I'll do then is I will blah 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 blah. I will use uh, war priest, which allows me to do uh, per long rest a bonus attack six times. So I'll use one of those and I will hit it with my morning star and. Uh, what is that? Strength, right? So 21 to hit? Yep, 21 hits. Alright, and the damage is 7. Alright, no freeze turn. Crack this egg with a war hamster. Okay. Alright, so uh, rules to hit 1. Oh no! <laughs> don't have to spend that d6 now. You can save it for something that's actually useful. Good thing. <laughs> I whiffed hard. You whiffed hard. <laughs> now it's the Mimic's turn. And now there's so many people around the Mimic, he just doesn't know who to attack yet. That shit's sitting on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. All right. So the Mimic tries to bite a guard and misses. Guards turns, and the two guards miss. Oh, no. It's turn. Is it my turn? turn or? Hesh's turn. Um, 
I'm going to stab at it with my trident. Uh, does a 13 hit? 13 hits. Oh, nice. I was not expecting that. Nine. Alrighty. Uh, guard one. Guard one misses. Bury him. I am going to pull out my loot, play some ominous tones, and cast Bane on this jackass. <laughs> hey, so what does Bane do? Yeah. Uh, Bane, he has to, it has to succeed on a charisma saving throw, uh, and if it fails, uh, it gets minus 1d4 to all its attacks and saving throws for up to one minute. And what are you casting the spell as? Oh, it's a first level spell. Okay. Yeah. All right. The charisma saving throw of a mimic. They don't have a lot of charisma. Good thing. That's what I'm banking on here. And no, he fails the charismas. Okay, so now he ha- he has a negative 1d4 to any saving throw or attack that he makes in the next minute, as long as I maintain concentration. So I'm going to throw a bardic inspiration off to Hesha. So he now has plus 1d6 to an attack or saving throw. And Mark. that is my turn. And, well, I'm already 30 feet away, and he doesn't seem to be wanting to move away from... Uh, from any attacker, so I'm gonna stay where I am. And it's the last guard's turn, and he misses. Now it's Darius's turn. All right, um, another strike with the Morning Star. Uh, 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 Sixteen to hit. Sixteen hits. Okay. And ooh, nine damage. Hey, how about that? And because I'm tired of Nulfri stealing my kills. I mean, he's War Priest again as my bonus action, and take another shot at it with the Morningstar. Ah, natural <laughs> 20. So, 10 damage. Oh, and I I get the full dice, and then I get to re-roll again, right, when you crit? Yep. Okay, so, 13. Well, 13 all in. Wow. Okay. Melfry. Let's, uh, again, swing at it. That is... 14 to hit. 14 hits. Explain how he died. No! <laughs> Nofri is uh, swung a couple of times and whiffed, but finally tees it up. The mimic's on the ground. Nofri's close to the ground, but uh, teases Warhammer up just like a golf club and follows right through on his stroke, goo- uh, gooing the mimic as he swings right through with his beautiful follow-through. And as mimic dies, it changes form. And goes into a puddle of goo. Darius spits on the puddle of goo and stomps off. <laughs> Darian's gonna go back to the cart and sit down because he only has two hit points left. I've been there. <laughs> so two games ago. <laughs> as you guys limp back to your carts. Not much limping here. Is there any loot laying around? All right, after Darius calms down, um, <laughs> he will examine uh, our bard friend, uh, Barian. I'll make a medicine roll of 12. Does that net me anything? What was that, Eric? Does that uh, medicine check of 12 from well, Darius net me anything? You'll oh, be okay. okay. You can just walk it off. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be taking a short rest on the cart. <laughs> And I'll be, uh, when we start traveling, and I'll collect some hit, I'll use some hit dice there. If we don't get attacked in the next eight hours, it counts as a long rest. That's true. I don't know what Goose has in plans. In Sora, though. Don't worry, if you die, I can bring you back. 
Probably. Probably. Loot. Okay, a instrument of illusion. Instrument of illusion? Yep. What kind of instrument? That's what I'm trying to read up right now. An electric guitar. Hmm. Awesome. The Tony Iommi model Epiphone SG. Kazoo? A kalimba. A mm. mouth harp. You know what? It does not tell me what kind of instrument it is. It just it is a instrument. Make up what it is. It's either some kind of well, it could be anything. Bagpipes <laughs> of illusion. <laughs> the instrument might not necessarily mean musical instrument. It might mean a device oh, for it was a musical instrument. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. oh excellent. So it will be a flute. Okay. Anything else? Smoldering padded armor. Smoldering padded armor. Yep. And chain shirt of gleaming. This Damn. never gets dirty. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my bird friend, perhaps you could wear that chain shirt. I cannot. I believe chain is a medium armor. I can only wear the lighter stuff. Yep. Padded armor might be something I can wear, but not the chain. I can properly identify any magical items to get all their details out of them while we're traveling. I'm going to hand you a flute. I'm like, I can't use it. I don't know if anybody else can. No. Could, how could a dragonborn play a flute? That's why I hand it over. Yeah. Nose. Nose flute. Oh, God. Uh, do you want the padded armor? I don't know what it does. It smolders. The smoldering padded armor. Since I have identify, I'm going to identify it before I even try anything else. Yeah, it sounds like it smells. Wisps of harmless, orderless smoke rises from this armor while it's worn. Padded armor consists of quilted layers of cloth and batting. The wearer has disadvantage on deck stealth checks. <laughs> Leather has the same armor class, so if it doesn't give me any extra armor class, I say we just keep it and sell it. <laughs> C11 plus decks. Maybe you could wear it when you're performing in some sort of stage show. I'll keep it, sure. I'll, <laughs> I'll just throw it in the back of the cart for now, and I'll add it to my inventory. All right, cool. I will stow the two pieces of armor that we don't want on the cart. What does the flute of illusion do, Goose? Instrument of illusion. While you are playing this musical instrument, you can create harmless illusionary visual effects within five-foot radius sphere center of the instrument. If you are a bard, the radius increased to 15 feet. Simple visual effects include luminous musical notes, spectral dancers, butterflies, a gentle falling snow. The magical effects have neither substance nor sound. And our it's Fry's Holophoner. Uh, the item requires attunement. Loot attuned. Your loot is attuned. Your flute okay. attuned. Consider whether or not I'd oh, <laughs> I'd want to use that. Uh, let's see here. You know, might come in handy. Yeah. You can play the grumpy snail. That's right. Need a healing potion, there, buddy. You don't look too good. He's fine. He can walk it off. I'll use my hit dice while traveling. Don't. Don't worry about that. I survived. I'll be fine. <laughs> Alright. pulls a healing potion out and puts it in the back of the cart where you're resting and says, if we run into anything in the next little bit, drink it. Well, uh... Or stay the hell away from the stuff. I probably won't make that same mistake again. Probably. 
So if we're going to start traveling again, I'll have a short rest in the back of the cart. And All right. plan myself a song of rest while I'm doing it. Well, the cart travel will take a day, so you can long rest. So you uh, spend another day and a half or so traveling. Nothing eventful. You guys are now all healed if you took damage. And you roll into Loudwater in the early evening. Okay. It is a quiet little city. But it's loud. I understand by the name. <laughs> There's no hustle and bustle, though. No, it's hurry and scurrying. Scheming <laughs> megalopolis. <laughs> There's a lot of hullabaloo. Yeah, lots of hullabaloo happening here at Loudwater. <laughs> Bring up that list of words. When your wife is cyberbullying you. <laughs> yes. There's no hustle. There is no bustle. <laughs> so, you guys are to Loudwater. Is Lord Godfrey's plan to stay here? Uh, at the moment, Lord Godfrey's plan is to stay here. Okay. He doesn't know how long he's staying here for. Okay. Lads, we may need to impress upon Mark Godfrey that we have to pick the pace up. I, I'm okay with staying the night, but uh, I think we should inform Lord Godfrey that uh, we leave in the morning with him or without him. Because we need to get to... We, we've got a party to attend. Yeah, so you don't want to be rude. No. I don't want to miss the party. Fashionably late is okay. I think... Uh, what. What time of day is it? Dinner time. Early evening. So we still got a little bit of time that we can do some business if we need to? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Was a, there was an exploding head in this town. Oh, was there? Right. Oh, really? Right. Okay. Someone should look into that. Okay. Um, all right, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, what kind of time frame, like, if we move quickly, what kind of time frame are we looking at to get from here to the Dragon's Pine Mountain. And thank you for calling it by its true name, Steve. Good to back, buddy. You are looking about... Looking about four-and-a-half, five-week travel. Four-and-a-half, five-week travel. Can we cut that down if we trade our horses that we have for better horses? Um, would we be able to cut some time off of that? It's hard to say, because... The, there's like only the one route, especially through the uh, the that desert there. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, this sort of um, uh, looking like trying to cut time off the next town of Lahore, Lahore, whatever. That's probably a better place to investigate. And one thing we should look for is couriers, because there's likely couriers running back and forth across the desert from. Daggerfall to Lork, those are the only two, the two major towns at the end of this, either end of this road. So they probably have better information about crossing the desert quickly. I was just thinking about that. It would be really nice to go through the desert and finally get to the Empire of Shadows. And out of the sun for a bit. Well, yeah. we'll be able to, uh, I mean, we have to cross the Great Peak Mountains before we even get to the Empire of Shadows. Great Peak Mountains, yeah. Yeah, you got the Great Peak Mountain, the Lonely Moor. Yeah, we really do need to ask uh, when we get to Lork about the road ahead. So, we're going to investigate this town then to see about the head explosions or what? Sure. I'll go out and do some investigating and gossiping. Yeah, let's all go. Oh, we can all go, sure. 
You're going to have to do the talking there, Arian. I'm aware. So it is an investigation check. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, Better than three. Uh, three plus uh, three. <laughs> so that's a six. Oh, you doubled me. Well, you hear about the explosion that did happen here. Uh, it was at the Crown and Anchor. Don't forget, Hashit, you got to go make fun of that bartender or something, right? Yep. So um, one of the patrons head blew up in the tavern. That happens at a lot of Crown and Anchors. So far, too. And the Crown and Anchor is half of it's under renovation. But other than that, that's all you hear about it. All right, then. So, uh, are we going to try to get a room at the Crown and Anchor then? So Hesha can laugh at the bartender? As you walk into the half-constructed, half-fully-built, crowded anchor, you hear as Hesha walks through the door, Hey, Dragonborn! I'm just going to point at him and start laughing. What the hell? (laughs) Your cousin sent me, told me to do that. Uh, where'd you come from? Uh, Daggerford. Daggerford. Oh, that bastard. Anyway, now that that's out of the way, heard, heard you had a bit of a problem here recently. Yeah, we had, uh, don't know. We were having a big party. Everybody was having fun. Then all of a sudden, the, uh, one guy just said he had started having a headache and, well, took it half my bar. Been there. Some headache, man. Oh, yeah, it is. Have you, uh, do you know who he was? Nah, he was just some drifter that came into town. From where? Nobody knew from where. Did he leave any belongings? Uh, just a, just a pack. Mind if I take a look at it? Sure, here you go. We don't need it anymore. Okay. I'm going to grab it and hand it to, uh, to you guys. Like, look through that and see if you can find anything. Uh, investigation? Check. Uh, basic, it's a basic, basic adventurer pack. So it's got some rope, it's got candles, got just basic means. No journal or anything? No journal or nothing. Well, shit. Alrighty, um, you have, uh, rooms available? Uh, yeah, we have some rooms. Okay. Only really good portion of the hotel left. <laughs> Everybody roll perception. Ah, not 20, baby. 22. Oh, you see 11. It. Sorry, 24. Nine. Hesha? Hesha is uh, staring off towards the kitchen. He swears he smells jerky. (laughs) (laughs) Darius, see a gentleman that's sitting at one of the few tables that are left, decently dressed, sobbing into his tanker of mead. Oh, okay. There's a tear in his beer. (laughs) There is a tear in his beer. Uh, is, this, is this guy a, a human? I will say human. So um, so I will point him out to the rest of the group. Hey, guys, look how upset that guy is. Do you think we can go cheer him up? you think he's ever seen a dragonborn before? Okay, where? Over there, the guy crying into his bead. You know what? People like me. Yes, they seem to love you. <laughs> Using Hesha as a prop? <laughs> yeah. Go over and talk to him, sure. <laughs> I can go over and talk to him. Thank, um, excuse me, sir. Notice you're having a bad day. Would you like to meet my dragonborn friend? You don't see many of them in this part of the world. He's just got a big smile showing all 87 razor sharp teeth. He <laughs> cringes back. Going, hi. Hey, what's up? Oh, what I. What seems to be the problem? 
Would you like an apple? I would I would love an apple, but there I would love an apple from my orchard. Oh, you have an orchard? I would love an apple from your orchard. I like apples. A uh oh. I'm sorry how rude I am. My name is B Root Treehorn. Hi, B Root. I'm Darius. This is Hesha. I'm This is Nelfree. This is Barry. I am the proprietor of Treehorn Cider and Orchards. Ooh. Really? Well, I've yeah. done a little bit of brewing myself. I'll have you know. Um, unfortunately, I was shut down. The government. The government. I tell you, they're good for nothing. Orcs. Tax you. Orcs. Blah. the orcs into the government. Jail. Oh, the government. The laws of the gods are the only thing you need to keep in mind. Would you like me to kill some orcs for you? I would love a group of adventurers to kill orcs for me. Wait, orcs? I thought it was the government that shut you down. No! Government made up of orcs. Yeah, somebody voted in a bunch of orcs, I guess. Oh, well, you know, it's like direct democracy. You get what you ask for. And, well, and, and then the cry for orcs. I, I am willing to offer 175 gold for each of you. Oh, each well. of us. And, okay, uh, that's cool. We need, uh, we need some booze thrown in. Like, can you give us a barrel of cider? We have a long journey ahead of ourselves, and, you know, we might get thirsty crossing the desert. If, if orcs have not done anything to my supplies, then I have no problems doing that. I guess we should get some pertinence here. We'll need to find out where this, where this orchard is. Okay, so hang on. Um, what was your name again? Treethorn? Treehorn. Treehorn. Mr. Treehorn, um, so what happened? Like, you're here crying in your booze, well, and you're a proprietor of a of a um, a business that supplies apples and apple-related products to the general market. Mostly cider. Cider, okay. Apple pie, turnovers, apple fritters. You should diversify. I'm. I do well. I I did really well with just cider. Oh well, yeah. But There's nothing else doesn't help to do in Loudwater but drink, so. And now I can't supply the Crown and Anchors with their cider anymore. I bet if we killed those orcs, that would take care of it. Yes. That, I, I was hoping that would be the idea. That's right. We kill the orcs. We. Meaning yeah, I do all the work, and then Nullfree snipes the kill at the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we. We'll kill the orcs. Has there been issues with feel your pain, Graham. <laughs> Pardon me? Has there been issue with orcs in this area for a while now? Or is this a new th- development? Well, this is a new thing. A group of them just came into the orchard and scared all my workers. Me and the family had to run, and they started tearing up trees. Uh, so when did this happen? This happened in the last couple of days? Last couple of days. Hmm. Now, did you go to the authorities? What did the authorities do? They can't do anything. The orcs are the government. Well, that's right. They got voted in somehow. I'm on the outskirts of uh, the high forest. Outskirts of the high forest. Oh, to the north then. Yeah. All right. Come on. Let's go. Let's go find your orchard. It won't be hard to find. You just got to cross the river, and it's a good half day hike. Cross the river and through the woods to grandmother's house. We go. Yeah. Come on. Let's go. It's currently evening, though, isn't it? It's currently evening. Yes. Do we want to wait till the day? I like to dark. Me too. too. I'm not sure about Hesha. Well, he said it's it's a half day hike. Yeah, yeah, middle of the night. Whatever. I've fought in the dark before. 
They won't expect an attack at night. What are you talking about? I've seen I've seen you guys with your magic stuff. You can give me torchlight. Or I'll light it down one of the two. So you guys are going to help me? For 175 gold pieces each, you bet your ass. And oh. and and cider. That is that is news. I'm I am so so happy. I would be glad to show you how how to get to my orchard. Let's roll. All right, Mr. Treehorn. So, are you are you guys eating first? Yeah, okay. can't have a brawl on an empty stomach. I feel like having some apples now. Is there anything apple related on the menu, like <laughs> apple fritters or something? No, it's just cider. Do they have cider? Well, they they have a little bit of cider left. Yeah. All right, give me a cider. Is this is this Treehorn cider? This is Treehorn cider. Treehorn. All right, give me some cider. Treehorn cider is the exclusive cider to the Crown and Anchor chain. Oh, so he's potentially <laughs> out a lot of so, revenue because he's got to ship it to yeah. all the franchises. He's willing so, to pay us a buttload of gold. But also, if we think about this, we're not only helping Treehorn, we're helping the Crown and Anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going up ahead of the Crown and Anchor. That's <laughs> just not smart enough to figure out a way to make that work for us. Maybe we could maybe we could ask for a franchise license for that you, tower. We, we yeah, we'll in the tower. We could make the biggest crowded anchor. Ten million square feet. <laughs> <laughs> but you put that poor dude in Digger Ford, Digger Ford out of business. Well, he can join us. He can he can work for us. He can run it for us because we don't know anything about running it in. Which in the food service industry, those are the people that buy them. <laughs> I bet the paladins are running it as an in anyway. Fucking paladins. They're paladins. They're probably giving away stuff for free. <laughs> they can shove their sacred holes up their bunghole. So we're ready to continue now. Let's roll. <laughs> Monty Horn, lead the way. Alright, so. Wait, let someone tell Godfrey that. Uh, find one of Godfrey's guards and say, we're going to go uh, check something out. We'll be back in the morning. Okay. So, you guys travel out of Loudwater, and you find the little bridge at the fork in the river, and you cross it over, and you guys are starting to head into the woods, right by that uh, river line that's going into the forest. Oh, okay, so up the uh, up the north branch. And about three hours later, four hours later, you start seeing apple trees. As the sun set? Sun's probably set by now, right? Sun's set by now. And actually, you're gonna pick a couple apples as he's walking by, throwing them in the pack. As you get closer, you start seeing a fence line, and mm-hmm. as you get to the what now is the smashed gate and a dead horse in the center. I bet it's right. a mimic. At the word mimic, I decide not to go forward. Oh, this horse has to go to the glue factory now. Um, okay, so Treehorn, so where are we? Like, what's what's the layout here? This is the driveway. Yeah, this is the front of my, my manor, and I sent you guys the photo, uh, the map layout of the manor. Yeah. Are there any orcs outside? Uh, there don't seem to be any orcs, but there is commotion coming from inside the fenced-in area. Um, okay, so I'll make a perception roll to see, to, to listen Ooh, not 20 again. Sweet. So 24. Uh, you can hear there's a big commotion in the manor. And then off to the left side of it, you see 
uh, a group of orcs just pushing each other around. Okay, so I'll point it out to the rest of the group. Can I tell how many orcs are there? Like in this group thing about three. Okay, three orcs to the side of the manor, more inside. No, they're like around the side, like around the side of the manor, just to the side of the door of the manor. Uh, they are corner of the house. Corner of the house. Okay. By number nine. Say we, uh, say we, uh, head on in there, try and sneak up and take out those guys. Well, hang on, let's talk mm-hmm. strategy here. Um, so is Treehorn with us still? Yes. Okay. He's, he's crying at the sight of the dead horse. But... <gasps> Quiet! He's okay. a real weeper. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you want to try to preserve the house, right, Mr. Treehorn? I would love to be able to preserve the house. This house has been in my family for generations. Because my first thought was we set fire to the house and try to roast the orcs inside. <laughs> but if you're if you're like putting the ixnay on that, maybe we'll we'll put that down to plan C. Okay, so um, the orcs usually have a boss, so uh, probably in the house. Hmm. We want to distract them, get them to come over here. We want to try to... Yeah, let's oh. throw apples at them. Treehorn, how many doors are in the house? Oh, there's a bunch of windows, though, right? Yeah, yeah a bunch uh, of windows. There are two doors, one in the back, one in the front. There's uh, so you have open concept in there. Like, you know, have you thought about maybe renovations, bring it up to the times? Never mind, we'll get to that later. Um, one door in the back, one door in the front, and a door into the basement. We can sneak uh, in and through the cellar. I don't know if we want to be trapped down in the cellar. I bet that's where the apple are. Oh, and that's where the that's where the cider will be. Where's the cider? Wait, we'll save the cider. Where is it? The cider we usually kept in the basement. Okay, so even if the house burns to the ground, the cellar should still be okay. Let's let's not burn my manor to the ground, please. Look, sir, sir, Mr. Treehorn, you leave the war fighting stuff to us. That's why you've hired us here. All right, what we've got to do here is we have to get the orcs in a line or very tight group. Because what we can do then is we can put Hesha, and he can breathe his dragon breath and hit them all at the same time. And then I'll come in and snipe the kills. Oh, no, did I say that out loud? So we should throw an apple at them. Like, what kind of grouping are the orcs in? Are they clustered? Like, how are they situated? Uh, They're just, there's three of them just together in a group. Okay. That you guys can see. Rough housing. Yeah, rough housing. All right, Nelfry's going to throw an apple at him. All right, your athletics? Sounds good to me. Uh, 17 plus 5, 22 to hit him with an apple. 22 hits him with an apple. I <laughs> saw uh, <laughs> Did you just take it? or? Give me a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the orc you hit looks over towards where the apple came from, goes, Hey! You! And they... All three of them start running over towards you. There we go. I got them to group up. How far away are they? 60 feet? Yeah. So they'll, they'll reach in two turns. Excellent. That's two free shots with my crossbow. So they, uh, by chance, running in a line. <laughs> no, not yet. Blow the longbow. String it. And roll initiative. Yes, 120 feet. Great. 10. 15. 2. Fourteen. All right. The orc that you hit with the apple throws a javelin at Nelfry. Son of a bitch. 
14 plus 5 for 19. Uh, yeah, 19 will hit. 8 piercing damage. Minus 3 for Heavy Armor Master. 5 damage. Eric's turn. Okay. Uh, well, since I wasn't able to make good use of it last time, uh, I will cast Bane again, and I can cast it against all three of them. It's uh, three creatures within 30 feet of me. So they need to make a charisma saving throw, and I will use my loot again to uh, play a few chords, and uh, they have to succeed against a 14 charisma saving throw. Are you going to run up to them? Because they're further than that away for the first turn. Oh, they're they're more than 30 feet. Okay, they're more than 30 feet? Yeah, they're more than 30 feet away. Oh, okay, sorry, I couldn't. I didn't hear you there, Goose. Shoot at them or just prepare? Yeah, I... Oh, here's one. Okay. Uh, all right. I will cast uh, the one that, closest one to me that has not thrown his weapon. I'm going to cast hold person onto him. Keep him out of the fight. So he has to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> wisdom saving throw. Works good. Or he is paralyzed for up to a minute. Huh. Works at eleven wisdom. What's my DC? Uh, I'm using my loot. It's 14. And he fails. So he is... Paralyzed. Up to a minute. Okay. If this combat goes that many rounds, we've done something terribly wrong. (laughs) That's just true. I'm going to shoot longbow at not the orc that threw the javelin, but not the orc that threw the javelin, not the paralyzed orc, but the last one that hasn't acted yet. Okay. That is a good roll. Uh, 24. 24 hits. 12 damage. Okay. No free. No free will fire his hand crossbow at a disadvantage at the orc that threw a javelin at him. Okie Alright. First roll. Oh, 11 to hit. And second roll, 6 to hit. They both miss. I'd say. And... He's still paralyzed. This one's throwing a javelin. And he missed. Who was he throwing it at? Uh, no free. Make you pay for that apple. <laughs> Darius' sister. Okay, so how the orcs have... Fin- uh, actually, it doesn't even matter. There's two orcs still running and one's on the ground, paralyzed. One's paralyzed. He's not on the ground. Okay. He doesn't go prone. Well, he was running and then he got paralyzed, so oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, the two that are remaining, I'm going to use the Chill Touch cantrip. And yes. as, as per my deal with the Raven Queen, I can use it on two targets, not just one. So I have to make a ranged spell attack against them both. So the first is 24. Okay, that hits. They hit, okay. And, and he takes, ooh, he takes maximum damage, eight damage. And the second one. And, it, oh, so you're hitting the two that are running, right? Yep, the two that are still running, yep. Okay. And the second one is an 18 to hit. 18 hits. Okay, and the damage is 8 again. Shit! Wait! Both of them now have disadvantage on attack rolls to retaliate against me. (laughs) So this is a pale spectral hand appears and grabs each of them. Okie dokie. And? Sweet, those were great rolls. That's it. I'm going to roll ones for the rest of the night. The first orc that threw the javelin at Nelfry is at Nelfry now. Yeah. And 
as he was coming up with a great axe. Does 15 hit? Nope. Okay. He whiffs that. Eric. All right. Um, I'm not within five feet of any of these orcs currently. Uh, depending on where you're located beside Melfry. Okay. If I am not, I would want to back up a, a few, uh, back up about 10 feet. Well, so I'm not in combat. If I'm already combat range, I'm not going to do that. Eric's got a monster attacking him now. Yeah, Nelfry's got one on him. Okay. I'll back up uh, 10 feet, and then I will use Vicious Mockery against the one attacking Nelfry. Okay. Play a little bit of a song, uh, and the lyrics are essentially along the lines of that uh, his mother must have mated with some kind of randy goat from how ugly he is. <laughs> Actually, that might be true. So, yeah, it might be. Uh, so he has to make a wisdom saving throw against my spell save DC, or he takes 1d4 worth of psychic damage and has disadvantage against, on his next attack. All right. What's your DC? Uh, since I'm playing my loop, it's 14. Okay, he doesn't save. Okay, so he takes 4 damage, and he has disadvantage on his next attack. Nice. I hurt him so much with my insult. <laughs> Crying like a baby. <laughs> While he's being grabbed by a spectral hand. <laughs> Pesha. Uh, so there's one pretty much beside me attacking Nelfry? Yes. Alright. I'm going to bash him with my shield. Hit. Roll the hit. 15 hit. 15 hits. Uh, 7 damage. Explain on how messy this is. Okay, so Nelfry Nul- poked the guy in the gut with his uh, rapier. Yep. So as he kind of doubled over, Kesha came up and smashed him in the face with the beak of the raven's head. Yep. And the beak just blew his head apart like a grapefruit. Perfect. Feel my pain. I didn't even get to swing at him yet. Oh, no? No. no. I fired and missed in the air, and he came up and smacked me. Okay. Or tried well, to and missed. As he was charging, right, he missed with his great axe. So as he, he came down with the great axe and missed, and then I came up with my shield at that Time and smash him in the face. Elfrey's turn. All right. Is the uh, other non-paralyzed orc within 30 feet of me? He is. Then he's getting stabbed. Charge at him to stab him with my rapier. Okay. The 14 to hit. 14 hits. All right. And blood for the blood sword. 10 damage. All right. Explain how you destroyed him. Uh, after the, the first orc whiffs... Uh, swinging at Nulfri and is obliterated in front of him. Okay. Nulfri sees the next one, runs uh, over to it with his rapier out, and slides it right through the orc's head. Perfect. He's paralyzed. Darius! Okay, so there's only the one paralyzed orc left. Oh, he's out of his... He's saved, so he's moving again. But he's paralyzed till the end of the round, though. So, no, uh, can he save on it? Return? Yeah, if you make a spell save, if you save on paralysis, at the end of the turn, the, the effect is over. So he's still paralyzed. Yeah, at the end of each turn, yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he doesn't get his turn, but yeah, now he's no longer paralyzed. He's no longer paralyzed. So. Well, before he becomes unparalyzed, I'm going to hit him with the chill touch, necromantic cantrip. Okay. And uh, any attack crits if he's paralyzed. Any successful attack crits if he's paralyzed. So yep. not 20 to hit, 26 total. Okay, explain on how the uh, 
chill touch destroyed this guy. A spectral hand appears around the head of the orc and slowly crushes his head like an egg. Nice. And, uh, and then Ichor and brains and, you know, a couple eyeballs pop out and he falls to the ground. All right. And now on that visual, that is where we'll end it for the evening. Well, we are COJ role-playing. Uh, tonight I had Mark Russell. I killed an orc and a mimic. <laughs> Eric Duke. My insult made someone's brain bleed. <laughs> Steve LeBreton. I hit things good. <laughs> and Graham Brown. We'll try not to burn the mansion down. <laughs> Perfect. You can reach us at... What was it? Uh, Pink Tree Slash. COJ Roleplay. You can find all our social media outlets there. Uh, if you want to send us a message, you can send us to COJ at gmail.com. Um, and Apple users, if uh, you don't mind just taking a couple of minutes, writing up... Uh, quick comment giving us a five star review that'll help us go up in our rankings a little bit more uh and we will see you next week <laughs>